0: This is Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. Our heart for you is that you will live like Jesus and share his life. Josh, we're back in the studio. <laughs> we are. Back, back from been. the
1: warm climate. Yeah. Well, I it mean, and, and before now. that, you were in the studio with Ingrid. Yeah. for that, I was at the church with George
0: yeah so th- it's been a while it's been a while bro so like I, we a, had one though in between there though didn't we i thought 39
1: i don't know because i didn't didn't i i was with george at church then you were with ingrid here for, and then years. we were off site so okay. we've had at least i think three episodes in yeah. where we haven't been yeah here. that's
0: that's probably true
1: so well there we like, go it's like a homecoming here on radio <laughs> reflections for episode 42 42 is what i'm what i'm ciphering
0: 42 yeah rock yeah. and roll yeah so uh we're gonna we're gonna jump right in today what are we, we are. uh what are we drinking so it's uh, without any fanfare we already know the tasting notes of this particular coffee this is the ethiopian sakura from perla mm. the super uber curated i opened a big bag of that to take with us on our retreat the staff retreat and so we already know that blueberry is the ridiculously strong one. Which milk. you 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 get that in there. It's strong. It's strong. But this is just spectacular coffee. It it's is, very good. It is very, very very good. very, very good coffee. So it is an Ethiopian. Um, if you want to check it out, Perla Coffee Roasters in Miami, Florida. P-E-R-L-A, Perla Roasters. Uh, this is their Ethiopian Sakura, Not to be mixed up with the Satora. Now I was tempted. Two regions.
1: I was tempted because what was the name of that coffee shop we went to before we left? Well, Coffee Company. Well, Coffee. They had they had mm-hmm. a bag of Ethiopian on their shelf. I didn't know if it was for sale. I it didn't was. whatever. Okay, because they kept they were yes. grabbing it to like yes make coffee, but it's like oh mm-hmm. man, maybe because that was a different region or bean or something. It was like an
0: Ethiopian Sumetka. Yeah, something like that. That coffee was good, but the problem with that particular shop was like a lot of shops I've been noticing. It's really strange. That coffee was roasted in like early July. Okay. You know, and we're getting to the middle of August. Coffee's 10 to 14 days. And so when you get much past that, I know that Ryan and Katie grabbed a bag of their Colombian. Okay. Um, So they had a partnership with a particular uh, farmer in Brazil um or because that, that shop was run kind of by a church right it was yeah. By, yeah ran by a church Church of the valley i think is what it was called no 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 no, no, that's no. The giant Christ one. church
1: of the valley was the where we visited yeah, this yeah. was uh
0: was it something with an h mountain something mountain okay i thought i don't remember yeah but yeah. it was with Any that rate. church right across the alley there yeah yeah so but yeah this is really good coffee we would tell you immediately uh perla get it it's good it's delicious Uh, We
1: do have a bag of coffee. As I was walking out the door of the office to come shoot Mm -hmm. this podcast, uh, Sandy Watson, our dear friend Sandy, she handed us a bag. She got in Nashville, so at some
0: point Mm. we'll we'll uh we'll brew that up here we'll do that next week do that okay we'll just make that a a point next week and i uh i'm gonna be on the podcast next week with uh pastor brandon kinsey rock and roll oh
1: he's a he's a coffee guy so yeah
0: he'll have fun because you you're you're gonna be on vacation i'll be on vacation where you guys going what are you so we are gonna be
1: uh going with my in-laws up to muskegon uh my my mother and father-in-law got an airbnb for everybody so we're gonna be staying up there about 10 minute walk from the lake oh uh, josh So we're just going to, we're just going to hang out and, uh, and and try to get a little relaxation in. It's been a weird Mm. summer, man. Like I've, I've traveled, I feel like more than normal Mm -hmm. over the summer, but, uh, yeah, yeah, it's been good. So one more trip and then reality kicks in. The
0: kids are back to school and Yes. (laughs) yes we've got fall launch coming real at, life happens uh, <laughs> <laughs> at uh, radiant life all kinds of cool things happening uh the radiant institute's coming up uh, it is we i know dude, next step started yesterday Yep. We life dude, groups busy
1: busy busy yeah we'll, we'll have a fall launch of life groups and yeah mm-hmm. dude all kinds of stuff we got the men's event this friday
0: yeah uh yeah steak and off-roading yes and cool stuff out at roush world if you haven't checked that out the radiantlife.church events uh, forward slash events check it out yep um if you're good. if you're down for for all those cool things so so rock and roll well josh you were you were teaching yesterday and you were coming off the retreat i know you had a funeral on saturday that you conducted there's some kind of some just some uh rough things happening in our neighborhood because you are a chaplain with our local police department and sadly there was a a murder a man murdered or well no so there was a, a there woman. was like
1: a double double yeah double homicide i think yeah. it was was the post i saw and yeah so
0: yeah and just, then they chased the dude down and yeah, and justice his, was justice served. was served yeah yep. so how are you josh so i'm tired okay i was
1: like i woke up this morning and i was like man yeah. i'm I'm dragging a little bit here. Yeah. So
0: (laughs) do you find Josh, this happens, this is totally off topic, but it's okay. Do you find that when there's particularly spiritually intense things that are happening, um, that it affects your physical body? Do you
1: find, uh, Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, it's all, you know, this, I'm right. I mean, all those are connected. Mm -hmm. I just had this conversation with somebody in the last couple of days, right? Like, we're going to talk about that today. Okay. Like our, our, our physical health, our mental health, our emotional, our spiritual—like all of those things are connected. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm if I'm if I'm physically unhealthy, mm-hmm. that will affect my mental health. Mm-hmm. That will affect my emotional state, and I think that can trickle over and that affects our our spiritual, you know, the spiritual aspect of our life as well. Mm-hmm. Everything is connected. Mm-hmm. That's why I, you know, I I feel like you and I are are maybe a broken record, but we. We say it all the time. Well, not all the time, but we've said several times on this podcast,
0: at least once per podcast. I mean, right?
1: <laughs> but I mean, this this separation of the sacred and the secular, like that, is false. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just yeah, we yeah, I don't know, yeah, yeah. What what way do you want to go with it? Well, because, I mean, because it is, and it's, and I'll, and I'll tell you what. I mean, full transparency. Like my wife and I have been talking. Man, it's been it's just been a season of like of shepherding heavy things Mm. and and yeah it's heavy it is you know so that that takes a toll
0: yeah it does uh those of us who are pastors on staff and i heard this in the early 2000s when i was first saved and i first came on staff at a church the pastor would tell me um if you can do anything else in your life besides full-time ministry or pastoring (laughs) do that thing because unless you're called by god and Mm. gifted by god and anointed by god to do the work of ministry you will get ate up it will it will it's not healthy for you unless god has made and unless you cannot get away from it like there's nothing else in life i could do but do this thing in ministry um then then you're stuck with with you
1: and god so paul david tripp wrote a book and and early on in my time at the time i don't know if you were i don't know if you were there yet so i mean it would have been within the first months okay because i remember uh pastor ryan myself and then patricia yeah we went through the book dangerous calling by paul david tripp and he basically tries to scare you out yes, of going he does. into ministry. He's yeah. like, so anytime somebody comes to me and says, "Hey, I
0: think I'm supposed to be a ministry." It's like, ha, "I read this book." <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, nope,
1: the first pastor I <laughs> served
0: uh very much uh had that that kind of thinking, you know, just just uh don't do it unless God's called you to do it because it is difficult at times. It's a, it's in
1: it's it's a different type of difficult. No, hey, mm-hmm. I mean there are hard jobs. There are, I mean, we talk about justice and, you know, law for, like there are people that like they get shot at like their job involves potentially getting shot at like i mean yeah so we we're not in that line of work right i mean so i'm not sitting here saying that you're not made for it right i mean but being being a pastor is not the Mm -hmm. hardest job on earth no no but there are some unique challenges Mm -hmm. uh, that i don't think most people get
0: well it's we have a neighbor um just down the way uh And they, her and her husband live in Elkhart, but they summer, they've got a summer cottage on our lake. And so they're there quite a bit. Chris and Jean are their names. And Jean is a, a pediatric oncologist nurse. Oh, kids with cancer, kids with cancer, man. You know, and I I think about that. I'm like, even as I'm talking about, I'm I'm like, I do not have the constitution Mm. for such things. I couldn't take that. I couldn't see it all day, every day. I'm too weak. I mean, we have, we
1: have people in our congregation, like they're involved in the hospice, like they're in hospice care. Like, I mean, you're literally like, you're helping people, your job is helping people die. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, not in like a Kevorkian type way, but like die well, but yeah, like, Mm -hmm. but you're, you're surrounded by death. Yeah. Like that would be, that would be heavy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I just on wanted that, to ask you, Josh, because, happy nope. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, because you did, you had a full weekend, um, you were teaching in Mark chapter 12 and I want to say, I want to go on record about this and complain about something. Okay. Because when Ryan first started the gospel of Mark I heard somebody else complain the same way that I'm about to. Okay. We were going to go verse by verse through the book of Mark. But we're not doing that. No. We are like just, we're taking these little snippets from each chapter, which is cool. I love chapter by chapter. And I guess we're going topic by topic because we're taking little sections. But I was like so gigged up because I come from that (laughs) exegetical background. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yes, we're going to talk about all kinds of crazy stuff in Mark. Um, So I wish we would have, but I don't know how long that would take. Oh my goodness. That'd be a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: mean, because, you know, I mean, Tony, Tony's church, they're going through Matthew. Yeah. Yeah. They've been
0: going through Matthew for a long freaking Bro. time, man. Well, you know, I serve Tony's. The, 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 the it's not a denomination, but it is Calvary Chapel churches. I've got a I've got a Calvary that I work for in Hawaii. Uh, they were going through the Book of First Corinthians. It oh, was hundred and ten messages. Oh, I believe it. hundred and ten on Sundays. So you're talking uh, two years and six weeks. So it's it's that
1: tension between because we do want to like journey through we want yeah. to kind of get through the gospel not get through in like a, oh let's just get through this but yeah. like we wanted to journey through a gospel over the mm-hmm. summer yeah uh and and dig a little deeper into the life and ministry of jesus yeah but at the same time we know like hey we we do still want to revisit awaken yeah there are there get are some other Acts. things that we we want to mm-hmm. and we feel like we're supposed to go mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. so it's that tension point yeah. of yeah like we could do this verse by verse but this would be a probably be a year long yeah journey well it's, it's like well, we, kind of like awaken right that, said that was going to take years right acts i mean we've yes. we've been pretty true to a, a more verse by verse yeah. uh approach through acts true and yeah we're we've got more than a year of awaken under our belt mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we're we're what through chapter nine something like (laughs) nine out of 28 yeah yeah so i mean we've got multiple more years of awaken yeah um yeah it's just finding those kind of off ramps to certain things as they're Mm -hmm. relevant and yeah so
0: but you were in mark chapter 12 and uh you covered my csb notebook here which again super rad uh chapter 12 verses 28 through 34 Uh, I'm just going to read that text and then we'll just riff, Josh. One of the scribes approached when he heard them debating and saw that Jesus answered them well. He asked him, which command is the most important of all? Jesus answered, the most important is listen, Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other greater command. There is no other command greater than these. Then the scribe said to him, you are right, teacher. You have correctly said that he is one and there is no one except, no one else except him. And to love him with all your heart, with all your understanding and with all your strength and to love your neighbor as yourself is far more important than all the burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God and no one dared to question him any longer." Great text. It's a text that I think a lot of evangelical Christians, um, know well Mm. and go to often because it has a, there's a lot of definition to our faith there. Um, Josh, right away, you jumped into to really defining what love is, particularly in this text. Mm-hmm. But then you also referenced a couple of other Greek words. Let's start there okay. and and kind of kind of go from there and just see what we see in the text. Um, but the love referenced in this text is the Greek word agape, right? right?
1: That's the, ver- the verb form or agape mm-hmm. would be the noun. Agape, yeah. right? Do you remember agape feasts? at church did you ever have that at your church i mean the term yeah i mean you just all come together which i mean you see that yeah. pop up love feasts you know, yes kind of thing. Yep. we had
0: these yeah. things called agape feasts where we, we just hung out for the whole day as a church family and everybody bought it brought a carrion dish it was so fun it was so fun <laughs> anyway potlucks are potlucks potluck are good. exactly <laughs> so um god is uh, jesus is saying that we are to agapea. we are to love god in a certain way tell the the listeners and the viewers just kind of rehash what you were you were saying about what kind of love this is
1: yeah so this is again there we had a couple of definitions but the one that we can't kind of camped out on was that idea of this uh first of all it's a a pursuit of somebody else's good as Mm -hmm. understood by god's moral character Mm -hmm. uh, and it includes the forfeiture of of our rights on another person's behalf Mm -hmm. so it's it's this sacrificial love sometimes you know when you hear agape they'll refer to it as unconditional love Mm -hmm. and i suppose you could you could define it that Mm way um but it is it's 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 a sacrificial type love, mm-hmm. as opposed to not not opposed to, but other types of love you have is like phileo, right right which is this yep. brotherly love it's where we get the word Philadelphia yeah. the city of brotherly love yeah mm-hmm. so that's that's like a love between friends mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like hey like ah I love my friends it's there's there's an affection there's again also it, that would not be a sexual thing right you think of David and Jonathan. This would phileo. have been their mm-hmm. type of love. Right. Uh, some people try to twist that and make yeah. it something that it's not. Correct. Um, yeah. But phileo is that brotherly love. Now, I don't know if it shows up in scripture. I would have to go back and double check. But, in, I mean, phileo does. Phileo does, which is interesting. In John 21, when Jesus reinstates Peter, Jesus asks him, Peter, do you agapeo me? Mm-hmm. Peter responds, well, Lord, yes, of course, I phileo you. Mm-hmm so jesus is asking about this sacrificial love and peter responds with the brotherly love i don't know. yeah probably total side note there but no no, no. but i mean so there's see, something there so you see that you see that that play out but another uh idea of love is is uh storge i, I might be mm-hmm. mispronouncing that but this is this is kind of like oh uh, you can think of this more as like a family love mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. i love my children i love yeah. like there's yeah there's a a different sort of love right that i love my kids with that i love my siblings with right as you know compared to you know how i would love jb my friend and my brother right and i mean Mm -hmm. so it's it's different there and then you do have eros which i don't think that actually shows up in scripture Mm -hmm. eros theater like erotic love or romantic love this would be passion which has a Yes. appropriate place right? yes biblically speaking this would be what you would see in the context of marriage mm-hmm. one man one woman yes married for life in covenant yes mm-hmm. eros is yep. appropriate in that right. setting right <clears throat> um so we talked about phileo store yeah eros, and then <clears throat>
0: agape. agape yeah yeah so, um. yeah, so I, you know when you're talking about the word agape you're, you're specifically <coughs> saying you know that there is this sort of sacrificial or um, a, a, a forfeiture of your own rights for the sake of others, mm-hmm. um, and I couldn't help. I wrote this down uh, that love is is kind of. It's not kind of. Love is dying to self. Mm-hmm. You know, this love that God, uh, Jesus, is commanding us to love God and to love others is is action. Um possibly in opposition to what we actually want which which pairs very nicely
1: with the call the discipleship that jesus makes when, mm-hmm. when he says if you want to follow me you're going to, need to take up your cross mm-hmm. you know deny yourself mm-hmm. and come after me so that is that's yeah. built into the the very mm-hmm. dna of of christianity or the way of you know if we want to follow jesus <laughs> that's that's the model mm-hmm. so that's that's not a Oh well, hey, some people will have to do this. You know, right. maybe we we think all oh, these martyrs, like, oh, they, right. man, they've got to suffer for Jesus. Church staff, no, like we, like, if you're a follower of Jesus, that's the call on your life, mm-hmm. and so you you put that in in conjunction with the call to love one another. It's 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 all the same call. Mm-hmm. He's just he, he kind of talks through here. <laughs> here's how you actually apply that and live mm-hmm. that out. And I would and I would say and not I I didn't come up with this, right? But you see Jesus says these are the 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 two commands that I want you to really kind of lean into. Mm-hmm. And I think most of the New Testament is talking through the practical realities of what that looks like. Mhm. You know, I mean when 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 Paul writes his letters, you know, when John writes like they're actually talking about practical ways to do that. Right. And Jesus addresses practical ways to do that. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So it's like, oh, like, man, this seems really mm-hmm. challenging how we do that. Scripture tells us
0: yeah. how we do that. It's almost like, you know, we use these kitschy phrases here on this podcast. We're going to pull on that thread or we're going to double click on this. And what we're saying is we're going to burrow in and investigate that to a deeper level. And that's what Jesus did. You know, we we've always... Uh, coming from a messianic background, a Hebrew roots background, you know, the 613 commands that we see in the Torah, uh, were very much a part of our family's lives. Mm-hmm. You know, we we tried to live in accordance to those commands. And in another part of scripture, another gospel, uh, Jesus, in another translation, Jesus says, all of the law and the prophets hang mm-hmm. on these two. So what we would always imagine is that, you know, think about when you hang a picture on the wall. Mm-hmm you you may pound a, a couple of nails next to each other on a level line and then you have that that metal cable on the, the back of the wire, picture yep. and that yeah the wire and you hang that picture on those two nails so it's almost like god is saying the entirety of the torah the entirety of the law of god it rests and hangs and finds its support mm. on these two things you know loving god and loving others first um, another thing that you said josh right up front and I, I really want to get into the four ways that that jesus identifies how we love and it goes right back to the disciplines but you said up front you went to you went to the gospel of john a couple of other texts that a marker of a disciple's life or an apprentice of jesus's life uh, a follower of jesus is obedience
1: which and i, disciples I didn't disciples and, and i didn't and i didn't use this one but i mean i should have probably you know hindsight but i mean jesus makes the statement if you love me you will keep my commandments yeah there's there's no gray no. there's no gray there like it's not <laughs> no he's like no. nope uh this is what you'll do mm-hmm. and then and then again when he when he's talking to his disciples and he gives them that new command in 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 john you know 13 he he's saying like you want to show that you're following me it's you prove it by the way that you love one another mm-hmm. so i mean obedience is is i would i would say the
0: mark yes what so. does james tell us <laughs> james says that faith without works which is a, a, a akin to obedience right faith without works is dead yep Yep. Now he's not saying, uh, listeners, viewers, that you you have to have works in order to be saved. What he's saying is that your works will follow um, your your salvation. Here's here's the way that that I'll uh, the picture. I think God gave me this many years ago. We live in a community of Amish people, right? And we see it all the time. Like we see uh, buggies going down the, the road, these back roads full of our Amish neighbors. And there's a horse and it's got all the leather straps. And there's two little harnesses that or, or reins that go into the, the cab of the buggy and the people are inside there. And he pulls it one way or another. Right. So uh, think about this phrase and then and then unpa- I'll unpack the picture. Faith is the cart that pulls the or pulls the buggy of good works. Imagine you were to take a buggy and put it in front of a horse and the horse is just not nu- pushing it along with its nose, trying to, you know, like with it, it doesn't have hands. The horse doesn't have hands. Can't do anything. It just like kicks the buggy and it's trying to get that buggy to get down the, the road. How's that going to work? It doesn't work. Faith is, is the horse that pulls the no, faith is the car. How did I say it? Don't get the car before the horse. That's what I'm trying to say. And that's the way it is uh, with our obedience to God. Obedience flows from a connection with God through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not the other way around. We don't earn it. We do it because we have been redeemed. It's as a result of.
1: Right. It flows out of. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about transformation. We talk about how, you know, in Christ we are a new, and Paul says this, you know, 2 Corinthians five seventeen. Mm-hmm. right? Like, if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. The old is gone; the new has come. Like mm-hmm. there's a, a total rewiring of who we are. Yeah. Like that's that just that follows our faith. Like that happens. Mm-hmm. Like if if you if you look at your life and there's and you know and uh, you know uh, several episodes ago when you had Pastor Brandon on, right? He talked about the, the whole the idea of evidence, mm-hmm. right? If you say, "Oh, there's there's actually no difference in my life with Christ than there was before," I don't I don't know if Christ is in your life. That's correct. Because he's not going to show up and not do anything to
0: change who we are. Right. So, right. yeah. And the important thing is, and this is where where things get derailed in the Christian faith, is we're, we're not talking about quantifiable things. We're not talking about stacking and saying numbers, uh, that you did this many things. We're talking about uh, qualitative things. You know, is there a new quality to your life? Is there a new difference to your life? Yeah, there's going to be things that you're going to struggle with your whole life. Uh, in this, this sin nature, but is your life different than it was? Is it marked by obedience to God? Um, is it marked by dying to self? Um, Josh, another thing that you unpacked is kind of the definitions be- uh, behind what Jesus says here. Listen, Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, And with all your strength. And you kind of uh, um, define those using different terms. Can you unpack those four terms that you used uh, to help the listener viewer understand?
1: Yeah, which I call it a paraphrase, which I had some pushback on whether or not it was a paraphrase or an expansion. Mm -hmm. But
0: Sure. (laughs) But it was good, Josh. So it was, uh, you know,
1: we love God with all of our emotional capacity, our spiritual capacity, our mental capacity, and our physical capacity. Yeah. Like ev- everything that we are, right? right. You know, go back to kind of your that conversation we had at the at the front end, right? Mm-hmm. They're all connected. Yes, right. I can't, I can't not, <laughs> I can't not love God. And and exclude everything physical about me or everything mental about me. That's another that drives me crazy, right? The people that think, oh yeah, you Christians, you just like check your brain at the door. No, we don't. Mm-hmm. Like that's a that's false, right? Like we're like our faith is mm-hmm. it's not just intellectual. That's a that's neglecting the other things, right. 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 There sometimes we, we treat it as just intellectual. Oh, I need to learn more so that I know more. Yes. You need to learn more and you need to know more. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't happen in isolation from no. every other aspect of who we are.
0: No. So. That's right. but. So if we were to consider each of these, um, how do we love god with our emotions how do we how do we die to self if we're going to continue to say die to self live sacrificially forfeit uh, a forfeiture of our rights how do we do that with our emotions josh so i mean
1: we we reference that passage in ephesians where paul says be angry and do not sin that's the that's the Mm -hmm. csb the Mm -hmm. translation of it but Mm -hmm. i think it, it it's looking at all of our emotional expressions and being intentional to filter those through, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I don't. Know, I don't know if that makes sense. But again, like wh- whether it's again the things that we deem negative emotions like mm-hmm. anger, or right. But even having like, man, I'm super happy about this. Right. W- why? Right. Because uh, you you see in First Corinthians mm-hmm. it says, hey, we don't rejoice in unrighteousness quite frankly sometimes things that make us happy are things that should not make us happy right if we want to follow jesus the things that we find joy and happiness in better line up with Mm -hmm. the way of jesus Mm -hmm. but we don't like oh man like i mean I mean, you've got you've got scriptures, and now it's hard when you read the Psalms because it, it seems like it's going to contradict because they're all like, the "Lord, grind my enemy into the dust, <laughs> like burn his children." Right. I'm like, Ugh. calm down, David. But yeah, David. Yeah, but like, do we do we get excited or happy? That's an emotion mm-hmm. when something bad happens to somebody that we don't like. Mm. I mean, personally speaking, I've sure. I've had times where i do like sure. oh ha ha sure they got what's coming to them yeah that's that's the flesh speaking yeah that's not a, a jesus filtered emotional response Mm-hmm. right but do i do i pay attention to my emotions and and allow holy spirit to point out when my emotional response is outside of his design Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense.
0: But. Well, one of the things you said in, in your message was that real love, like true, genuine, real love, it's defined by God and God's word. Right. So th- those are the filters that we use to see my loving God with my emotions based upon who I understand him to be in his word. Right. His word is this holy document, a black and white portrait of oh. who he is. Um so what could we tell listeners and viewers? I want to do this on all four of these points. If we find that we're not loving God with our emotions, what changes can we make? What can we do uh, to come more in line with loving God with our emotions? How do we do that?
1: I, I think some of it is, is creating space to reflect, uh, kind mm-hmm. of a search me type, like, hey, Lord. But also this this is where community comes into play, mm-hmm. right? If I'm a hothead, mm-hmm. And I'm just always like I'm flying off the handle, mm-hmm. right? I need people around me that are going to be like, "Bro," right? Because temper is an expression right. of of emotions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Again, and like yeah. we talked about in last week's episode, anger is not all it's it's not always bad. So right. I, don't, I don't want people to walk away from this that's and go, correct. "Oh, I can't show emotion." That's right. That is a f- that's a false idea. Right. Oh, I can't show emotion. I can't show especially you know men are really bad about this. Like, no, mm-hmm. I can't cry because that's weakness. Like, no it's it's a healthy expression right. of emotion um but i mean we need those people around us to to call that out sometimes mm-hmm. and then as that's called out again i think i've probably talked about on the podcast before right this, this was several years ago like one of my kids came to me and said dad why are you angry all the time mm-hmm. i was like i didn't know i was i, I didn't know that i was <laughs> yeah but but that yeah. was a catalyst for me to begin to say oh man like what am i mm-hmm. what am i doing am i one Am I am I angry all the time? And if not, like what am I doing that at least comes across to my family that I am? Mm -hmm. And and so it began that process of searching Mm -hmm. and saying, okay, what's going on in me that like this is how I'm perceived by my children? Mm. And and that was kind of yeah the beginning of of kind of a process of of (laughs) examining my emotions, being more conscious of my emotions, and then. As I experience emotions, trying to be more uh, conscious of, OK, is this is this an expression of emotion that pleases Jesus mm-hmm. or not? And yeah. I don't get it right all the time. Right. But there are so there are times I've said, hey, man, sorry, kids, I man, I
0: blew it. Yeah, I was <laughs> I handled that poorly. Mm-hmm. You know, I think but. with our kids, uh, <clears throat> we're probably our strongest as parents when we admit that we're wrong. Mm hmm. I think that's one of our strongest um not just being examples but also being an example of like i'm working i'm figuring it out Mm -hmm. um we i mentioned this a couple times uh josh on the podcast you know the worship team has this cohort um that we've been meeting see next month will be a year and we were looking at a, a triad of health so jesus gives us those four things we were looking at three things so uh spiritual health emotional health which i would probably I would put mental and emotional in one. Combine those. Yes. That's why we have just three. And then the third is physical. But this last third of that triangle we're actually dealing with right now is emotions. So for the last three months coming into a meeting tomorrow night, actually, uh, we'll be talking about emotions. And all the participants are coming tomorrow night, uh, having considered for the last month, what's an emotion I don't have control of? Mm. Uh, what is a, a continual emotion, that, and and why don't I have wh- what what's what's under the surface, right? That's causing that. Um, so I love what you've said about uh, the way to love God and help me if I'm paraphrasing this wrong. I'm going to paraphrase Josh's paraphrase. <laughs> uh, if you're struggling with loving God with your emotions, slowing down mm. and and going introspectively mm-hmm. and asking the Holy Spirit to reveal the why behind what you're feeling is a way to recenter your emotions back on something a little more balanced and a little bit more guided by the spirit. And you'll be surprised what you'll discover. Why? Oh, I'm actually angry because of that post that I saw on Facebook that angered me. I didn't even recognize it, but as I'm thinking and meditating, and asking God to reveal to me, and now I'm at home with my kids and I'm snarling, mm-hmm. right? I'm a- I'm acting, um, and they had nothing to do with any of that. Right. But it just sort of compounded. Is that? No, that's good. Okay, good. That's good. So the the next one was love the Lord with all your heart. Okay. No, so that, that is the, that's what we covered. The no, 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 Sorry, with your soul, your yeah. soul. And what was the single word that you used to-, to So it's uh, just your, your spiritual capacity,
1: okay. right? I mean, so so- you know we did our whole unseen realm series right i mean mm-hmm. we talked like the spiritual realm is a real thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: right like this is this is who mm-hmm. we are this is i would say the eternal part of us mm-hmm. right? like the, the spiritual aspect mm-hmm. of who we are uh and we need to to bring that to bear i think that looks a couple of ways uh some of it is is learning to walk you know just, you know we shared the passage in John 4 worship in spirit and in truth and that's where we have to recognize it's not just intellectual, right? Mm-hmm. There are spiritual realities that are connected with every intellectual idea that we hold on to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just, uh, you know, digging into the spiritual realm, uh, understanding the authority that we have in Christ mm-hmm. in the spiritual realm. I mean,
0: it's a. It's Bethany a, kind of spoke that over that song, I Plead the Blood. Yep. Or Plead yep. the Blood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, so loving god spiritually josh how do we how do we do this how do we love him with our spirits if our spirits are being impacted by god what, what do we how do we do that well I'll go to paul's words right i mean, I mean when he
1: t- tells us to to walk in the spirit keep in step mm. with the spirit mm-hmm. how are, you know holy spirit doesn't physically mail us a letter right to say right here's what i need to convict you of. here's what it, right there is a Oh, how do I want to say it? Our connection with Holy Spirit is spiritual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that sounds you know it sounds dumb, but I mean, but yeah. it, but it is. So mm-hmm. if we ignore the the spiritual component of, of who we are. I think we cut ourselves off from that, right? It's that conversation that I'll have with people and they're frustrated, like, oh, man, I just, I want to hear from God, but he never says anything to me. Well, what would it look like? Well, I would hear his voice, like mm-hmm. booming, like they want all physical right? Uh, physical inputs, mm-hmm. but, but God is spirit. Holy Spirit is spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ministers to us primarily through spiritual means now could god use a booming voice from heaven absolutely mm-hmm. could he you know put a message in the clouds for you mm-hmm. sure although i don't go staring at the clouds <laughs> looking <laughs> for a message that's weird yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right yeah. i don't think no no i'm not gonna say that Never mind.
0: yeah <laughs> I, I wonder too josh uh, you know you think about uh that corinthians tells us that god gives everyone gifts of the spirit yes so part of loving god in our spirits could be uh submitting and walking in those gifts as expressions of his life in us yes actually utilizing
1: the gifts that he's Mm -hmm. he's poured out on us
0: so loving him spiritually can be uh submitting to his call and Mm -hmm. gifting in our lives so we have to be able to know what those gifts are and where god has called us in order to love him with our spirits um what about with all your minds so this would obviously be the mental uh, capacity and and like you and i talked a moment ago mental emotional those are similar but mental let's say thought patterns particularly Mm -hmm. how do we love god with our minds
1: i think this is this is you know you go to uh go to romans 12 you know verse 2 be be conformed or transformed by the renewing of your mind Mm -hmm. right like our, our thought life is not separate from our our pursuit of jesus mm-hmm. like i it's a a significant component of the way that we live our life yeah uh i mean you go to uh the things that that jesus talked about in in the beatitudes right matthew five six seven right some of the things in there he says uh hey yeah it's wrong to murder that's a physical thing right? Mm-hmm. me physically killing somebody right. where does it start but it starts it starts with this emotion and mental thing to mm-hmm. where like i'm i'm in this place of oh i hate you know fred i just really want to get fred like Mm -hmm. that's that's driven by emotion but that's a that's a thought pattern that i'm that i'm entertaining Mm -hmm. right i'm sitting here and i'm just mulling over and over, man if you know what fred did to me Mm -hmm. like and and we're enforcing we're in that space yeah we're we're that's what we're focused on Mm -hmm. mentally yeah uh he talks about adultery he says no like Mm -hmm. if you lust that happens up here mm-hmm. which is where you know when jesus says oh cut off your hand because right. you gouge out your eye right that won't stop you from from lusting or hating right because those things happen up here
0: mm-hmm.
1: so we that's where when scripture says take every thought captive we have to say oh nope man yep maybe fred did something to me but you yeah. know what? i'm called to walk in forgiveness i'm called to walk in love toward mm-hmm. even towards fred yeah. And and we we have to renew the mind. I love, it's actually, I think it was Patricia, whom we referenced earlier, right, who, you know, I think in a conversation with her several years ago, you know, she said there are times where she would just pray that, like if her thoughts were just kind of going off the rails and she would just pray, Lord, renew my mind. Mm. Renew my mind. Yeah. And I think that's like a good, you know, a good catch, mm-hmm. you know. But but I, I think all of this, kind of necessitates that we're we're actually spending time in the word Mm. you know the discipline of 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 study of you can't have a renewed mind in the word if you're not in it if you're not in it right and how are you going to know what aligns with god's design Mm -hmm. how are you going to know what you know paul references what's true and admirable and Mm -hmm. right and get you know how
0: are we going to know what that is yeah if if we're not in scripture Uh, i'm going back to james again because i'm thinking james says that uh temptation begins with our thoughts Mm. so we begin to think these things a thought comes into our head and then you begin to mull on that thought and then it turns farther into action and then it gives birth to sin you looking it up well no i mean that that passage but there's one i think is is connected to that and i love what you've referenced josh about uh, i'll wait to go uh where, where i'm thinking of for the mental side of it um which one are you looking for I'm going for Romans,
1: I'm remembering the verse wrong now. Aha, yeah, so Romans 13, verse 14. Uh, he's talking about, hey, don't do these things. Right. He says, but instead, clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ, and don't let yourself think about ways to indulge your evil desires. Mm.
0: Well, some
1: some some translations will say make no provisions for the flesh. Mm-hmm. Right. Like what the provisions it are here. made here. Yes, it starts here. Yes. So I was yes. I was having a conversation with uh, actually with my counselor. I've referenced him before. Right. And and he's talking about, you know, just I mean, not specifics. I was he didn't you know break any confidentiality, but but a conversation that he had with a guy who ended up uh, cheating on his wife. Mm. And he said, bro, like, what are you doing? And the guy says, well, you know, I, I thought about it for so long that when the opportunity actually came, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. This is why loving God with our minds is so important. Yep. Yeah. So he, he entertained this particular thought. Yeah. And eventually, as James says, that thought
0: gave birth birth to the, the action. Let's be, let's not be too graphic here. Uh, But when the act of sexual intimacy happens, babies can be born. So if you continue to participate in the the physical act of intimacy, nature is going to take its course. (laughs) One of the swimmers (laughs) is going to find that egg and God's design is going to happen. And a baby is going to be conceived and that baby is going to be there's going to be a birth. So you have to stop the thought patterns and actions. I, I What I wanted to circle back around on the mental uh, part of it because I feel like we have so much, um, I hope I don't get myself in trouble here. <laughs> we have a ridiculous amount of over-diagnosis of mental illness I feel oh. like in our world today. Way more diagnosis of mental illness um, when in fact a lot of it not all of it hear me listener and viewer not all of it there's genuine real uh physiological n- requires medication and doctor intervention mental illness but a lot of it is the mental illness of Cain hmm unpack that for everyone who's like Candy cane? God, God came, <laughs> God came to Cain after Cain murdered his brother Abel, and and God said, "Why is your face, your countenance mm-hmm. downcast? Why are you depressed, Cain?" Because he was outside of God's plan. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of the the sideways moves we make in these diagnoses are are specific to creatures of God being outside. Uh, the reign and rule of God in their lives in some way, and that's going to make you uh, off. It's going to make you off. You can get yourself depressed very quickly. You can let yourself spiral into anxiety and fear. You can you can do these things. Now, does it go beyond our choices sometimes? Where that where medication is necessary? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I I I am a strong believer that God, uh, particularly our connection with Jesus, must be the first place of treatment the first place that we turn to before we go anywhere else we go to god first and seek him and seek what he tells us to do he may say it's time to go to a doctor it's time the doctor may say it's time for you to have medication the lord's in that trust him but sometimes it could be there's a place where you need to confess yeah where you need to repent yeah and the problem
1: is right we we compound it sometimes by self-medicating you mm. know we feel that dissonance which is going to take well, us into our last we feel the dissonance uh of this of disobedience living outside of god's design mm-hmm. and so we self-medicate whether it's with drugs alcohol sex food food uh netflix right yeah. i mean like we yeah and and those aren't things that are actually going to help no. and and there are actually things that compound it because mm-hmm. many of those things are sinful behaviors yeah. in and of themselves so to to fix the 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 gap mm-hmm. between our existence and and what god calls us to we're utilizing
0: things that put us further outside of God's design. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we compound it. Thomas Aquinas said uh, that, uh, and this is a gross paraphrase. Thomas Aquinas, a desert father, father of the faith said uh, that all of our desires are actually desires for the presence of God. Mm and they become warped and they become distorted and the enemy then starts. I mean, we haven't even gone to the, the, the fiery dart side of things, right? Where the enemy <laughs> actually externally begins to send, uh, images and thoughts and things to us that connect with our sinful nature, connect with our thoughts. Then a baby's born and birth happens. And then there's this sinful thing. Josh, let's go into that fourth quadrant. Um, and coming right out of our thoughts renewing our thoughts being in scripture but let's first say this i also want to give a plug for uh, liturgical prayer mm. in the in the capacity of uh, of its of its capacity to restore your mind uh there are ancient prayers that were prayed by our fathers and mothers of the faith that are deeply rooted in the scriptures these are not outside of the scriptures that in a rep- repetitive pattern have this way of of making new neural pathways, making new uh, things, and I can tell you this has been a, a story in my life. You know, the Jesus prayer has been a very very big part of my life. Praying uh, the Jesus prayer and saying, "Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner." It, it identifies so many rich theological truths. We begin to say these things: our dependence upon God. I would encourage you, listener, viewer, if you're struggling with loving God with your thoughts or you're struggling with your thought life, turn to the word of God and turn to the prayers of the saints, our desert fathers and desert mothers. These ancient practices begin to pray when you don't know what to pray, when you don't know what to say to God, turn to those who have gone before us and begin to just pray these prayers and you will see God restore your mind through the word of God and through prayer no but good, physically josh physically. i know we gotta, gotta say we gotta we gotta
1: speed through this one sorry. We're wrapping up i got just a couple minutes uh
0: physically how do we love god physically i i was hoping to spend much more time here i'm sorry
1: but <laughs> i i, we, threw I, a, talk I th- too much I threw, no i, threw I was talking too much
0: i threw a wrench in the system uh, physically here morning, so. how do we love god uh with our bodies so i mean you, so strength is the word
1: yeah so some of it right i mean we just hit on as, as far as like some of the negative aspects of it, right? Like we utilize physical means to to self-medicate. Mm-hmm. We do have to be mindful, right? Like we are a, we're physical beings, mm-hmm. right? Not, we're not only physical beings, mm-hmm. but sometimes, you know, you've got people that have this attitude like, oh, well, hey, I'm not taking this body with me, whatever. Sure. <laughs> and yeah. we just, we treat it. Like it's just this piece of garbage that, mm-hmm. you know, who cares how I treat this thing because mm-hmm. I'm going to get a new one someday mm-hmm. anyway. But I, I think we're supposed to be stewards of the body that we have. Like our, our original design, right? Humanity was put in place to steward creation. Mm-hmm. Our physical bodies are part of creation. Mm-hmm. I think we, we are called to steward our physical bodies well, mm-hmm. uh, which means health. Now, am I saying that God told you, hey, you got to exercise, you know, mm-hmm three to five times a week for 30 minutes. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I, mean, I think for yeah. some of us, right? I mean, there, mm-hmm. you know, there, there is a component of that. Yeah, um, I do think this is where some of the disciplines come in, mm-hmm. right? We, we, you know, and I referenced this yesterday, a lot of the disciplines are physical mm-hmm. because, you know, those those physical things, fasting, right? mm-hmm. that is a physical discipline, uh, but it is spiritual discipline. You know benefits and and Mm -hmm. ramifications
0: using your eyeballs to read uh the scriptures read good books yes um there are definitely physical practices actually taking postures in prayer um there definitely but i i would say the physical side of our faith you know we are in this body for a reason Mm -hmm. to be the hands and feet of god extended uh, to the world but the most important reason why we love god with our physical bodies is because we are the temple Mm. this physical body mysteriously it is the temple of god this was a place you know rasika really helped us see this like where people went in and they had bells around their their ankles and if you're gonna jailing, die bro you're gonna die <laughs> if, you, if you didn't do it right and and god says now that he dwells in us and so the discipline of loving god with our physical bodies is very important and i will say this that most of the time if your physical health is lacking it is because you are turning to things uh to medicate something that's happening in your spirit and your soul that is unresolved with god
1: sometimes i mean not not because uh, we also we live in a broken world yes right, where our, our bodies will get sick we will die i'm talking eventually. about the choice
0: of okay. of, of okay. having a healthy yeah, yeah, life yeah, yeah. if yeah. you're if you're repetitively choosing to live an unhealthy life okay it's because <clears throat> in your soul and your spirit you are seeking to have fulfillment in a physical way, whether that's food, whether that's sex, whether that's alcohol, whatever those things are, you're seeking fulfillment and healing through those things versus connection with God. Oh. Um, Josh, you closed with with two questions, and I want to close uh, with these same questions uh, for the listeners and viewers. Stop and ask yourself, what of my emotional, physical, spiritual and mental health isn't surrendered to God? And begin to ask God why. I'm not even telling you, start doing this regimen, start reading this many chapters a day, <laughs> start going to therapy, blah, 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 blah. Those are all great things, and you should do those things. But begin by just asking the Lord, would you reveal to me and show me what isn't surrendered? And he will. And he will, he will. Right? And that's the vertical connection. When that becomes restored and healthy, then we can go on to this second way of loving God, which is loving others. When the vertical is restored, the horizontal becomes healthy. Josh, you asked the other question, Who? are you not loving right now a neighbor as yourself mm-hmm. you can't love god and hate your neighbor nope it's not possible but the two are inextricably connected inextricably. Because, because you can't love your neighbor if you don't love god yes but
1: if you don't love your neighbor you don't love god <laughs> right but it starts with loving god first yeah. yes because that's the only way that we know what love is yeah. you know john tells us that in first yeah. john four yeah right that is that is the only way that we actually know what love mm-hmm. is now mm-hmm. you don't have to be a follower of jesus to, to understand eros erotic love right you could probably or even phileo. phileo yes and storge. right these mm-hmm. other types of love but this agape love yeah. like you yeah. can't do that outside of of christ yeah
0: so. And even the other experiences of those love, uh, love words will be somewhat, uh, warped diminished. Yeah. yeah, They won't, won't be a clear, yeah. uh, pure picture. Yep. Josh, I love the message. Um, I thought it was great. Uh, there's so much more that I'd love to talk about Jesus being the example. The church is known and identified by love. There was just a lot of really great stuff. <laughs> I Um, I messed it up by cutting this you're good you're good guys this has been episode 42 42. of Radiant Reflections come back uh, next week um, I'll be here in the studio with Pastor Brandon he's bringing the message this coming Sunday like review subscribe share this uh, with others and keep thinking on those questions what isn't surrendered in my emotional physical spiritual mental uh, love towards God what isn't surrendered to God and who am I not loving well right now God bless you guys Thanks for listening to Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. We hope today's edition of Radiant Reflections has helped you live like Jesus and share his love with your family, friends, and neighbors. To learn more about the church family this podcast originates from, check out theradiantlife.church. That's theradiantlife.church. Maybe you have some questions after listening today. We'd love to hear from you. Send an email to podcast at theradiantlife.church. That's podcast at theradiantlife.church. Don't forget to subscribe to the Radiant Reflections podcast. When you subscribe, you'll always have the latest content delivered right to your phone from the Radiant Life Church. We'd also be grateful if you could rate and review Radiant Reflections. Every time we receive a five-star review, more people learn about this podcast. We also want to encourage you to share this podcast on social media and with your friends and family. Join us next time for another edition of Radiant Reflections.